means to lead when you're transitioning from one leadership role to a different leadership role, or perhaps you're changing organizations but still remaining a leader. So we are so excited today because we have uh, Dr. Mike Wakesness with us, who is also my thought partner and is always on our show, co-host here on Leadership with LaToya. Hey, Mike, what's up? How's it going, LaToya? Happy to be on again. It's great. Um, Mike, you know, you are moving into a new leadership role, and I just finished my first year in a very new leadership role. So I've been thinking about what transition looks like for leaders when they move from one leadership role to a a different leadership role, or maybe from one organization to another, um, but still staying in the capacity of being a leader. So what do you think are some of those challenges for leaders when they're transitioning? I think the first thing, the first, uh, the first thing you have to do as a new leader going into a new situation is being able to accurately diagnose the situation because sometimes you will go into a new role and there needs to be a complete overhaul of what's going on. Sometimes you need to continue the success the the organization is having or the school is having. So really you have to be careful and I think it's really hard to accurately diagnose the needs of the organization because how you act and how you set goals as a leader is going to be a direct result of, of course, what the organization needs. So I think the first challenge and probably the biggest challenge is determining the the state of affairs, I guess, so to speak, of the organization and what needs to happen next. Wow, Mike, I think you point to some really good um, insight there. And I think You know, when you talk about the challenge or the difficulty around being able to accurately diagnose the state of the organization um, as a new leader or a leader in transition, I think it's important to not just listen to what folks have to offer you verbally, but to look at the evidence, to look at data, to look at behaviors and practices and um, things that are are institutionalized ways of of doing business um, as you are working to develop that diagnosis. I think a level of patience is important because leaders uh, have this natural, usually, usually this natural tendency to jump into making things happen. And so I think it's important to sit back and really kind of look at what needs to be done and what are the behaviors attached to that and what evidence do you have that things are going well or things are not going well? Certainly, and asking a ton of questions to a ton of different people. I know when we first went to uh, Knox Middle School where we were co-principals, we talked to just about everyone we could talk to from parents to students to teachers to community members. I think it's really important to get a holistic view of the situation. So like you said, Uh, looking at the data, looking at the numbers, and talking to as many different people and trying to really elicit what it is that's going on uh, in the situation. If everyone you talk to says how great everything is, you're probably not getting the whole story because there's always areas of improvement. So making sure to ask the right questions to the right people is very important as well. Well, I think that's an excellent point. You know, Mike, we also, in in talking about your um, new transition to a new leadership role that you'll be taking on soon, We've been talking about transferable skills. What are those skills you transfer into your new role? And what are those skills that maybe you need to improve or maybe no longer need because of the new role you've taken on uh, in a different capacity, but still as a leader? Talk to me about your thoughts around that. Well, from a from a general view, from the, the staircase view, I think it's important not to solely rely on what made you successful in your last situation. Even if you're transferring from one job to another job that's in the same capacity, like from principalship to principalship, 
Uh, it's a different situation. So you will do different things based on the situation. If you solely rely on what you've done in the past, it may not even apply to what you do. And I think when you're when you're changing positions, kind of like what I'm doing, going from a principal to a district office uh, administrator, it's it's you know some skills are the same, but some are going to change. For example, I really know I'm going to have to. Uh, be a great listener and talk to lots of people. But I also know it's going to be very different being outside of a school and being with the same set of people within a school, working with them every day. So it's really a balance, you know, making sure you take some of your skills with you and some of your past experiences. But I think there's danger in relying on everything you've done in the past, because even if you're, like I said, staying in the same role, but in a different school, that might not get you where you need to go. So it's important to ask questions and realize you may not be able to do everything exactly the same. I think you bring an excellent point to the surface here, Mike. Um, And I think that because one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is how important it is that we contextualize the problems we're trying to solve prior to deriving to or developing a solution. And so looking at a a situation without context leads us to look for very generalized solutions when there might be a specific problem. So I think what you're saying when when you say, you know, it's not necessarily that you can transfer those same skills because you're you're in a different situation, a different organization, perhaps a new or different leadership role. I think what you're saying is that that has to be contextualized. And I would certainly agree with that. And, you know. You know, Mike, I I recently have been thinking about how important it is to reflect on what lessons you learn as a leader prior to you taking on a new role. And even within um, a role maybe that that you already have, whether you're a veteran leader or a new leader, I, I believe very much in the power of reflection. And so talk to me a little bit about how you think those lessons you've learned from previous leadership experiences can really have a great and a positive impact on your leadership transition? Well, one thing I think is uh, really important is to be able to determine the speed at which you need to move. Because sometimes you are, you mentioned earlier, you kind of have an urge to move quickly, change things quickly. But also, I don't think you want to spend too much time waiting on making decisions and deciding what changes need to be made. So one thing I've learned is and it, it, it's really about the timing, and that's hard, and that changes from situation to situation. The first school I was principal at, they, they, you know, they had success. They were doing some, some good things, certainly some room for improvement like every school, but it was more of a, you know, let's not overhaul everything. Let's kind of build upon the past success, but let's also look at all these other things we need to improve. If you're going into a turnaround situation, you might need a million and one changes, and you might want to move a little bit quicker, not too fast, because that's never a great idea. So I've really learned that the timing is dependent on the situation, and that's no easy task to determine how fast or how slow you can go. But I think it's critical for leaders to, uh, to know that that is a critical part of the transition that they're going to face. I think you're right about that timing, and I, I think that, too, is very important. But I also think that how you go about uh, obtaining buy-in 
can be a very important leadership lesson to remember when you go into a new leadership situation. Um, sometimes, you know, depending on the climate and culture of the organization, you may be able to ascertain buy-in very quickly. Um, if that climate and culture is not positive, if it is not productive, that may take a little longer. So that's certainly a consideration and a lesson learned as well. Um, you know, I recently shared with some of the folks who I work with as their leader, some of the lessons I've learned as a leader. And uh, I was very transparent and very vulnerable to say, here are the areas where I think I failed. And I I've got a lot of room to grow and a lot of lessons to learn. And it's that level of vulnerability also when you're in transition that can help prove, help provide uh, and, and foster trust among the leader in the organization. So what I basically said is I gave it my all. There are some things I definitely think I can improve on. I want you to know I'm aware of those. And I think that kind of shows folks that even though you're a leader in transition, you're not um, assuming that you've got it all right because you are the newly selected leader. What you're saying is I'm willing to give my all. I'm willing to be transparent and I want to do this with you and not to you. And I think that goes back to, to to a belief that I know we both hold very dear is building the trust and building the relationships. Because even going in, especially going in as a new leader, if you don't build that trust and those relationships with the people you'll be leading, it's going to be very hard to do whatever it is that you want to do. I think that was a great way, Latoya, to put building the importance of building that trust. Well, thanks, Mike. Well, folks, we are so glad that you are listening to Leadership with LaToya. We're getting positive results, and we just ask that you would continue being our listeners. We want to bring you the absolute best in leadership podcast. And if you haven't already done so, please check out our website, leadershipwithlatoya.org. Uh, Mike, before we go, are there any resources around leading um, in times of transition that you'd leave out there for our listeners? I am actually reading a book right now, actually rereading. Uh, the 90-day plan, or the 90-day action plan, and I'm not sure of the author, the name's escaping me, but if you Google the 90-day plan, it has a lot of great tips. It's not specifically an education book, uh, but it talks about transitioning and going from one leadership role to the other. So a lot of what I talked about came comes from that book, that which I'm currently reading, so I'll certainly check that out. Well, Mike, you know, that's great. You know, folks, our, our listeners love it when we um, provide resources uh, to them and we'll be sure to get that author on our website along with some links for folks to, to take a look at um, so we are excited folks that this podcast has really taken off and we're, we're so glad that you're listening um, we hope that you'll continue to share that with a friend and until next time be you, be true, be a hope builder this is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow